Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, bit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November 7th. Things feel all right in the world. We don't have to go another 365 days of Kentucky being the winner of the beer barrel. We, <laughs> that's just tragic. And like, the, that's things would have gotten back to normal quicker if Tennessee had taken care of business last year, but it's good. Um, Alante Taylor said it best Tennessee doesn't lose to Kentucky Saturday night, fix the problem, the one year problem. Um, I'm sure Rick Barnes and the boys will do it again in basketball here in due time. Um, I was wrong. I, I was wrong that I thought if it was a close game, I thought Kentucky was going to win it. I'm, uh, you know, if, if you want to, if you want to call out Tennessee for maybe not playing the best football, especially defensively. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that's wrong, but Tennessee found a way to win it, Like, and it's it's other four games that it had won this year it hadn't done that yet. I'm sorry to just go ahead and jump into it, but oh, I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to talk to you about the game, so I feel like we're just just spitballing here. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to see. You know, you had South Carolina, Missouri runaway wins. Essentially, there's nothing in the fourth quarter where um, you got to really make sure you don't break to to hang on to it. So it was good to see Tennessee have a chance to not only we said it, Kentucky is very beatable, but they're good. So to do it against a good team to get a win like that. I think it's um, – I wish it had happened earlier in the season, like a win like that. But I think it's good to um, kind of set the tone into going into this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's what makes this win – like you can't – it's hard to celebrate this win too much because you're like, crap, we got to play Georgia this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this game, Kentucky scoring 42 points, having 600 yards of total offense. If you would have said that before the game, I would have been like, you're crazy. But if that happens, Tennessee gets blown out. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, so you would know you score forty-two points. I th- I would think that you get blown out. I I, I still would have thought Tennessee. If you told me I scored forty-two, I would have thought Tennessee's offense produced. Yeah, I just figured like I wouldn't think Kentucky would drive down that many times. So I'm thinking. You score 42 because of turnovers and different mm, stuff like that. Okay. Fair. Fair. Clean game from Tennessee. No turnovers, thankfully. Um, but, sorry, one. Yeah, the fumble. Um, that, that was a big one because, like, it, it was – you're probably up 21-7. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't happen. It, I mean, that, but that, I, that's crazy. Was that the most yards Kentucky's had this year? It has to be. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. I think it has to be. I mean, obviously, Will Levis had a, had a pretty good game. Did get did give up the I mean I guess you can call it the game deciding pick six um, if you want to call it that but gives up a pick six to Alante Taylor who's had a pretty good year this year two that's his oh no he didn't get the pick six he stepped out didn't he yeah that's I was gonna right. say yeah. he got 
Did he have one this year? I feel like Tennessee fans got free cookies, or is it just interceptions? I get. I think it's just interceptions. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that was. Yeah, it. I don't think it has to be a pick six. That's, that's fair. Should, that is. That should like triple. The cookies. Yeah, everybody gets every everybody gets an extra one. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, but big game for. I mean, that that's a big play that he made, and a um, you know what obviously ended up being very very crucial in that. Uh, I do want to kind of. Everybody's hard. You know, Tennessee's defense. They've they've been better than they were Saturday night up to this point, um, but they have been they have been known for giving up big plays in, in big time situations in the third and longs. Um, Saturday the big one was the fourth and long, um, so Tennessee's defense does have to clean up that stuff. The the fourth and long though, because if they didn't convert on that, Kentucky fans were gonna were was they're gonna lose it on that missed face mask. So I, my theory is we gave it to them. We didn't want another stopped. delay a game. Right. Well, we we wanted we wouldn't it. We didn't want them to blame it on that. We wanted okay. to be the reason why they lost the game. I uh, I like that theory. Speaking of Kentucky fans, my favorite, like my favorite thing I've seen on social media since the win, is Kentucky fans that are like, "Look at you guys celebrating a win over Kentucky." I'm like, so you know how miserable your program is? Who said that? Like Kentucky fans, like tweet at Tennessee fans, like, "Oh, you're so happy about beating Kentucky. Look how far your program's fallen." Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all were going to put up a statue of Mark Stoops because he beat <laughs> JG in Neyland Stadium last year. So it, it, it's just that, that replies like, so you, okay, we recognize how bad Kentucky is. I'm with it. I support that decision. That, that's very true. Um, but no, I, I mean, first off, you, you can't ask for a better start. And I think it's just, it's poetic that Tennessee is now scoring first play from scrimmages on screen passes that in the past few years would have either gone for negative yards or maybe like a yard or two. I mean, that's been a fourth down fumble, fourth (laughs) down play call. That's not getting anything. Um, So it is, it just, it seems nice that I don't, I I don't, what's the difference in a screen pass call by Josh Heupel and a screen pass call by another coach? I don't know, but I'm glad that they can produce some on screens. Yeah. I mean, Heupel dialed it up. I mean, that play, I was super impressed. I, I thought Alabama, there was some play calling that I wasn't just too fond of. But in this game, like, I didn't have any complaints. Well, there, I mean, I won't say any, but I'm not going to try and nitpick them right now. There were a couple that I think there was a fourth down we threw behind the sticks. I get it. Get the ball in athlete's hands. But I think it was like a fourth and four. Fourth and fourth eight. And eight. Was it eight? Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, let's. I mean, and again, I'm, nit- I'm nitpicking. I, what I did like, though, is um, we, we've talked about how Tennessee's been able to get its athletes the ball. I mean, it spread the they spread the wealth last night in a close game. It wasn't like they were rolling guys out in the fourth quarter and getting them touches. Um, I mean, everybody, everybody got, got to touch the ball a little bit. Um, I mean, Jalen Hyatt had a big, big play who who's missed out a lot of this year, um, maybe due to some injury, but he hadn't he, had he a, almost he hadn't had a touchdown too. Probably should have been a touchdown. I think I think Jalen would agree with me on that. Not not harping on him. I think he said. I think he needs to say, uh, it stepped out of bounds. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah. Called him out. Yeah. So, but no, no. I, I I've been yeah. I, I've been very. I mean, impressed with the play calling. Um, that Kentucky deep. First off, you shocking that you gave up forty two points to Kentucky. Um, I, I mean, I think a lot of people would like national, not necessarily Tennessee fans, would say they were. They would like you are more impressed with this Tennessee offense this week because that Kentucky defense is their unit. I mean, that, that's the unit that, that should perform. So scoring 45 on Kentucky is, is kind of the same surprise as getting 42 scored on you. 
Right, yeah, that I mean, what was the over? It was like what fifty something. I don't, I don't know. You all said it hit pretty early on. I, I didn't. Right. I wasn't gonna hit uh, place that over bet, so I'm really not even yeah. sure what it was. Yeah, I mean, especially when you know you look at two years ago, and it was what twenty one or twenty to seventeen or seventeen fourteen something. It was something like that. Super low scoring, um, and Kentucky just hasn't been able to really put up points this year. So. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, but but Tennessee gave them a ton of – they had 99 plays. Um, right. Tennessee's longest scoring drive was two minutes long. The rest of them were under a minute. Right, uh, So, for, which is funny that you mentioned time of possession because apparently that was a talking point on the broadcast last night. Um, I'm glad I went to a bar to watch it. Were you well, – did you guys – did you guys listen to the broadcast? Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, yeah. they wanted to – they wanted Kentucky to win so bad it wasn't funny. Well, they just, I, I mean, I, every time they talked about it, I saw a tweet about it, about the time of possession. They just kept talking about it. And it's funny. I mean, a lot of people are – and we even talked about it. I thought Tennessee would probably want to do a better job of time of possession if they wanted to win this game. Um, I mentioned that and uh, on um, Thursday. But uh, you had an abysmal time of possession. If it's a stat you want to focus on, and you still found a way to win. It helps yeah, that your offense is scoring in those short amount of times right. when they have the ball. Right. I mean, again, just super impressed with Hendon Hooker. I mean, he is – if if he plays those first two games, I don't think he's in the Heisman, like, finalist, but I think he's definitely probably mentioned. Well, yeah, I mean – 21 touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, this that's is, insane. And this is nothing against Hendon Hooker, but there's not anyone on the best teams that are just – you know, blowing the stat categories out. Like, there's not an obvious Heisman candidate. Right. So, I think he would he would benefit from that as well. Is he in the talks? Probably just because there's not a ton ahead of him. So, nothing against him because, like you said, those stats are impressive. But I also think it would play into his favor that there's not an obvious Heisman winner playing this year. Yeah, and another quarterback we face has a Heisman game. Will yeah. Levis was terrible against Mississippi State, and then we let him look like Tim Tebow. Yeah, Um and, and props to Kentucky because they did exactly what Tennessee's bad at. They went in the middle of the field, mm. and they did the, the quarterback draws, and they ran it right at Tennessee and forced Tennessee's linebackers, Tennessee safeties to make plays. And, you know, there's just not – I don't think there's a ton of talent there. I'm not trying to downplay the, the athletes on this team, but like Jalen McCullough, Aaron Beasley – um, Jeremy Banks, Trayvon Flowers, Salon Page. I, I think all of them would agree they did not have their best game on Saturday. No, I, I agree. I think so, too. And, and I think another thing that it goes back into the just how thin this team is, you're not mm-hmm. spelling those guys. And it's it, obviously it's going to hurt them if they're out on the field a lot. Um, right, and you can't really replace them because you have no. no one to replace them with. Um, mm-hmm. Christian Charles would be one that would probably be pushing. He's injured. Um, so there, there's just a lot of, and then at linebacker, there's really no one behind those three guys. No, 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 not, no. And that's a, I was, I'm sure we'll talk about recruiting. Tennessee's got to address a lot of needs in this next cycle. Um, linebacker, I think is like, I think it's one of those you go out and offer every single linebacker in the country and hope you land <laughs> See 10. What happens. Yeah. Hope you <laughs> land 10 of them. Um, that's a, that's a big need that. Uh, you mentioned middle of the field. Tennessee's just not been great in the middle of the field. Um, so why? Probably because you lack the linebacker spot. 
Yeah. Um, and I, we've talked about it. We've been impressed with Jeremy Banks, um, but his weakness is pass defense. And mm-hmm. that's um, that's not good when you don't have anyone around you to kind of help. Because, I mean, going back into some, some linebackers that have been really good at Tennessee recently, uh, probably the best in recent history was uh, Austin Johnson or Alexander Johnson. Um, and he was not great in pass coverage, but he was spelled by guys who, who kind of helped him make up for it. Tennessee right. doesn't have that on their roster right now. Uh, I do want to talk about another guy that impressed. Uh, I don't know if we've completely flipped to the defensive side of the ball, um, but Jabari Small and big game from him when you needed it because you, Tyon Evans, battling injury still, I guess, um, not 100%. So you needed a big game from him. And, and that I was going to ask you what your favorite play was. I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's an offensive play this week. Jabari Small's touchdown run, that was, first off, he looked explosive. I don't think we've seen. And ex- like him hit hit his hole and explode out like he did in that play. And then that that juke that was and, just, and his cup, that was a video it was, game juke. It was so sudden. Like it looked like in a like a bad like the CW All American when they like <laughs> try to dive in front of somebody and like they like it was obviously just terrible acting. Like it looked like <laughs> it was so sudden it looked like that. His shoulders, man, all in the shoulders, and that dip was beautiful. Yeah. It was perfect. Um, I love yeah, it. Yeah, Tennessee has Time to be up. healthy at running back because Jabari Small went out with an injury. Tyon mm-hmm. Evans re-injured that ankle. And then you saw a lot of Jalen Wright in the second half. Um, and you haven't really seen him since Pittsburgh, second half of Pittsburgh. May, I honestly don't know. Maybe, yeah. So, I mean, Tennessee's got to get healthy there. I, I thought getting Cade Mays and Cooper Mays back was huge for that, um, that running attack. What do we run for? 145 yards. Pretty good. Especially I mean, when you look you at only, how yeah. You how only ran 40, 50, yeah, you only I mean you only ran 50 plays. There's not going to be a ton of touches in a in a right. game like that for which again goes back into it's impressive that they were able to spread the wealth and the and the amount of snaps they had. We thought they'd try to target Cedric Tillman. They did. You I saw the tweet before the game. You had Valus Jones on a tutty. I think you had 150 yards. I right? had 120. 120. So you're close. You were close. Um, yeah. but still got the got the big game from him. Um Javante Payton again. He's just a. I, I wish Tennessee had him another year. He's a highlight reel. Like he, he's a highlight reel. Yeah, that'd be nice to. I he mean, he is a. Scores, he doesn't have. Scores, a, scores. This was his COVID year, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he does not have another year. Okay, tough. Um, and Valus does not either. Cedric Tillman can come back next year. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, but big big game from the wide receiving core that they seem to get better get better every week, um, which is going to be huge. Going into open. this next week, yeah. No, like, they. I mean, we. Jeremy Pruitt never had a guy just running free. He, that all. Jim Chaney could never dial up a play where somebody's just wide ass open, and we didn't have the quarterback that could hit somebody that was wide. Yeah, ass it open. didn't even matter. Um, <laughs> didn't even matter. And, and I, I, I do kind of want to go back into that. Um, you know, you said if Hendon Hooker starts the the first two games, <clears throat> you might beat Pitt. You have a better chance, probably. Yeah. Um, he came in almost won that game for you. And Heupel's got to be thinking the same thing. I wonder. Uh, I wonder kind of how, assuming Hendon Hooker leaves, I don't think he's improved his draft stock enough this year. I think he. I think Tennessee might get a, another year out of him. Yeah, I think this. Like you kind of mentioned it with the Heisman. There's not just one guy that's just like set himself apart. And, and I don't think that- there's. I don't think there's just a clear cut like oh that's the that's the top quarterback in this draft class yeah. i mean maybe it's matt corral i think people have Mal- malik willis too but 
those two guys weren't like a Justin Fields and a Trevor Lawrence. Like, there's right. a huge drop off with this quarterback class. So even if he is up in the top ten or whatever, ever Mel Kiper has him as, um, you know, just his development in this past year, you you only that only gets better, right? I mean, yeah, like, and, and maybe like you said, going back into the Heisman thing, maybe him this not being a loaded QB class, maybe that does push him towards the NFL this year because he may just kind of be a he may benefit from from lack of, you know, just quality and quantity um, around him at his position. But, I mean, I, I think he can improve that draft stock too because oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. what, what's he going to go – he's going to go to the NFL. He's not going to be – I highly doubt he's going to be a starting quarterback his first year in the league. So, if he's sitting behind him, wouldn't he rather play at another – like? I, I think it maybe? depends. I mean, it, it depends where, where that draft and quarterback class – now. I mean, I think it depends on a lot of things. I think if Hendon, I think if the good news is, I don't think it's a situation where he, he's like, I, I can't get any better at Tennessee. I don't think it's that situation. So if I think there's definitely potential he returns. Another guy that I'm thinking like, maybe we've benefited a little bit that he's been hurt, and that's Tyon Evans. Like he can come yeah. back too. So I mean, <laughs> if if he was blowing it out of the water like he was at the first of the season, you're like, oh, you know, he might could be on his way out, but mm-hmm. uh. You know, there's not a lot of tape on him. No, there's no, absolutely not. And that, like you said, college, so. yeah, you, you may benefit from that. It'd be good to get him and Jabari Small back. Um, if you have those three guys back next year, I know we're talking, I mean, the season's not even close to over because uh, Tennessee's probably going bowling now. Mm. Um, yeah, if, I mean, if you get those three guys back, the kind of core of your offense, um, well, obviously you're even leaving out the receiving group. Um, that would be huge for for tennis because I mean I think a lot of people are worried about the QB room next year, um, which you should be. And then, <laughs> yeah. I mean, should be worried about the QB room next year on top of Tennessee's def- defense. Not right now. You can't tell me Tennessee's defense is going to get better next year. Mm-hmm. So I, hey, listen, I have faith in Tim Banks. Let's see if Tennessee can figure it out this week against Georgia. I mean that I was I was just so dumbfounded because like we talked about it on Thursday, exactly what Kentucky was going to do. And that's exactly what they did. They're going to target Wanda Robinson 15 times. And it's probably more than that. He caught 13, so they probably threw it to him 20 times. Um, and then they're going to give a lot of – they're going to – it's Chris Rodriguez or Wanda Robinson who's getting the ball. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee just really didn't have an answer. But when you needed to have a stop, that defense made a stop. You got one. That's all that matters. I mean, that that pick six was huge. The uh, the two sacks by Byron Young to get us the ball back was mm-hmm. huge. Um, yep. Even though I don't, we didn't score, but it still killed enough clock where you know it was do or die for Kentucky at that. And, and, and I mean that's and you ended you got their offense, you got yourself off the field. That's the big mm-hmm. one. Um, I mean we saw it with Tennessee's offense. I don't think they're ever going to change their pace of play or anything. If they didn't do it this week, don't see them doing it again or yeah. ever. Sorry. Um, so literally just getting yourself off the field is is massive sure a drive that ends in a in a field goal um with your offense on the field you know your offense about to come out and probably do more than a field goal that's good but if you can get them off the off the field um faster sure you're probably gonna be back out there in in a minute but at least they don't have the ball (laughs) and if you're not going at that pace tennessee doesn't get three points right before the half no 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 there's i don't think maybe Ole miss is the only team in the country that probably gets enough plays in place to, to kick a field goal there yeah, and that's a that's a that's refreshing. That I mean, and I'm sure it's all analytics. Like we have the ball, we got to go score. It's the analytical approach rather than the, um, you know, I think most coaches would 
run the ball and get off the field. Just, I mean, sometimes that may be the right thing, but when your offense clicks like Tennessee, you need to try to get points every single drive. It was good to see Josh Heupel be aggressive there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think three of those catches went to Cedric Tillman. So, yeah, that's definitely Tennessee's go-to guy. And he deserves a ton of credit this season. I mean, he went up and he put that guy on a poster last night. Yeah, uh, he was – And I think he got the touchdown right after that too. Yeah, it, well, I think what's weird about him, we – I mean, we not – I think he was in our starting lineup, but we didn't think he would be getting the amount of targets he is just because, like you said, this this – Offense is all about finding the guys in space. Mm-hmm. And he's not someone that's just going to run behind people all the time. He yeah, but he's he sure, he but he sure gets, handed. And he gets he does get open. He gets separation, not necessarily always behind the defenders, but he he does find the right spots. And um he get I mean, and then and it boils down to I mean, this team obviously clicks with Hendon Hooker. Um, the receivers are obviously I mean, outside of the Alabama interception. There, there's not been a lot where it's just like, oh, they are not on the same page. And the way this offense um, runs with trying to find that space, receiver and quarterback have to be on the same page. And they've, they've been. On. I want to see what the uh, touchdown to completion ratio for everybody in the country. Javante Payton has to be like <laughs> the top of that list, right? He has. He has to be. I mean, we can. We can. We can go look at what he's at right now. He's. He's not. He had a ton of catches this year, but yeah, he he finds the the end zones, the checkerboards, even this week. Um, I mean, it's usually play. like he is. So he has fourteen receptions, six touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he and he's not a goal line guy. That needs to be mentioned too. He's not a goal line guy. Yeah, it's it's pretty much all big plays. Yeah, like I said, highlight reel. He's a highlight reel. Play number one. <laughs> Um, another thing that defensively going back to the defense, you just got to tackle better. I mean, I don't know if it was someone mentioned you got to wrap up better this week. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was just cold and, you know, they're going against a a offensive line that that's pretty good. Um, pretty physical, but yeah, it was just not great. The linebackers, I, I know Jeremy Banks, we, we said he'd have a ton of tackles in this game and he did. But, I mean, if he doesn't miss some of those, he probably is up to, like, 20 tackles, right? Yeah, I think he had 13. Um, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned with it how good – nobody wants to hit Chris Rodriguez for four quarters. No right. one wants to have to tackle him 22 times. And that that does benefit Kentucky there. Have a, a hard running uh, running back like, like Chris Rodriguez. I mean, like, there's a reason people don't like playing in the cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a reason for it. And every time Will Levis ran, I was just praying somebody would just – I mean, not – I don't want him to get hurt. Um, I'm not saying that. But, like, make a quarterback feel it. Make yeah, him you regret pulling it. You want to make him not want to run it. Well, and right. it's like going kind of back to that pit game. I Credit to uh, Pickett for continuing to make the plays. When Tennessee got him, somebody got him on the blind side one time. I was like, oh, that's going to help us out a lot. He's not going to move around as much anymore. He stayed in it. Mm-hmm. So credit to him for that. But that anytime you can get a hit on a big hit on a quarterback, try to make them rethink their, you know, their decisions. Yeah. That's that's what you want to do, if, especially if it's hard to get turnovers on them. Um, but yeah, if you can hit them once or twice, these quarterbacks right. are gonna think they're they're gonna they're not gonna be so sure the next time they go taken off. There could have been a lot of tackles for loss um that ended up being like th- two to three yard gains because the first guy couldn't wrap up. Right. 
Especially this week, you need you need TFLs. You need to get that offense yes. going backwards, get the ball back, and you know hopefully Josh Josh Hobble is going to have have to have another one of those where he's just on it. Yeah. Um. What's it's that? The best defense in the country. What's that video? I'll play real quick. You got so, one. Yeah, I got a got a little little clip. Oh, do you? What 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 is this? <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. That's what we needed. He tried to warn everybody in spring practice that he was the the human assassin. He's a lefty, isn't he? Yeah. Well, hefty lefty. Left handers, left handers are dangerous. They are. You know that. You can't dangerous. trust them. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Speaking of guys that um, hefty guys, what about Kentucky's kicker just being a unit? Yeah. He must not be having a great season. I feel like we would have heard about a chubby kicker already. They get talked about a lot. Don't the only <laughs> um what's his last Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah, because I was like he's Mark Mark he's Ruffalo's the Hulk, out there. Yeah, he's the kicking. Hulk's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark's out there kicking tonight for, for Kentucky. Um well if Mark was better, Kentucky would have at least tied. Right. They might have won because they were probably close to field goal range. When was that? And uh they didn't roll it out there for him. So, sorry, Mark. Yeah, it would have been like down. a 56-yarder, I think. Which is long, point. in the cold. But. Yeah. And he had, just, he had missed like a what? Uh, 49, 50, something? Yeah. I, I don't know what the attempt was. But, yeah. he's uh, So, yeah. Mark Ruffalo, thank you for the win. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thick, thick Mark Ruffalo. His name is Matt, so it's M. Ruffalo. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I think it's Matt. Something like that. There's yeah, a name in there. That's right. That's right. Speaking of um, kickers. Guys who impressed. I want to talk. I want to talk about guys who impressed. I'm going to go away from Tennessee for a minute. Did you see where San Diego State's punter had a, his third 80 yard punt this season? Damn. And it was net 60 because it went to the end. Is zone. he just is he kicking it like over people's heads or this one was over? Bounce? This one was over someone's head by like 10 yards. <laughs> it it landed. I think it, I want to say it landed about the 20. So I want to say it was about 60 in the air and then bounced into the end zone. I mean, it was out nuts. kicking your coverage is something, but when you're out kicking the the return team, that's something else. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and I think every like, I mean, he's probably mad. He's like, we could have downed that. I could have had an actual eighty yard punt, but I think his coaches would be the, happy bringing that ball out to the twenty. Why doesn't the returner just like stand on the the goal line and then just run right. up? <laughs> yeah, it's got plenty of hang time too. You have plenty of time to adjust. So, right. um, yeah that that was a. But no, it was a bomb of a pump. But I do want to talk about some players that impressed for Tennessee. Um, I I mean, we went through the offense. Uh, my big one, I thought Jabari Small had a great game. That touchdown was good. Um, anybody you I know we've kind of discussed them throughout. Anybody that stood out that you need to feel like you need to mention either again or I mean, dude, I'm there's gotta be a lot of fan pages for Hendon Hooker, but I mean, he <laughs> has surprised the hell out of me uh, and I'm amazing. sure a lot of this fan base. Oh, yeah, me too. And, I mean, a lot of people, I think, were just impressed with his skill set. And I think that, you know, we talked about that probably makes him – that made him better than Harrison Bailey in, in, you know, coming into the season, just that he had more to draw from. Um, I think everyone was right and, you know, that his arm wasn't going to impress like Joe Milton's. But um, he's just been – and, I mean, beyond just having talent, he's been efficient and he's played clean football for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody else that that impressed me. I thought Theo Jackson had a pretty good game. Um, had eleven tackles, three pass deflections. 
he was on Wando Robinson a lot. I know Danico Slaughter was also. Um, I know Robinson had a good game when, but when that's the only guy they're, they're targeting, I, I thought he played pretty well last night and had some nice deflections. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think I mean those guys that have the guys that have been playing pretty good ball on the defensive side continue to have good games. Um, obviously, they're going to have to make some more critical plays, but mm-hmm. and they're going to need some help from others. But I thought that I think the guys you know. Um, Theo, McCullough, Banks, the guys that have been – Byron Young um, that have been there doing it, they, they continue to do things that impress. Yeah. Um, another guy for me, Elante Taylor. I mean, how demoralizing is it for a team to have bulletin board material for something he said earlier in the week and then him absolutely back it up with a pick six? Yeah. I, I didn't think his – that's what, what's funny is, like, his comments weren't super great. I mean, obviously, like you said, bulletin board material. But I think it's funny his comments weren't super – just like, oh, yeah, he wasn't dogging him. him. I no, mean, he, he was just spitting facts. <laughs> but no, I, I think that was everybody's first thought the moment he touched that ball. Yeah, the, sure. the moment he did. Um, I mean that. Love that. Great break. I mean that it was to Wondell Robinson break. again. So like, I mean, fool me thirteen times, <laughs> <laughs> but that fourteenth, we we'll, we'll get you. Ass. We'll get yeah. you on number fourteen. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll get you. I mean, uh, Will Levis had too good of a game to not make a mistake. Like, he was going to make a mistake. And he you had, got, I mean, what, 18 incompletions? Again, they had maybe. 99 plays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it, well, what's crazy about um, Tennessee's not been able to just take advantage of mistakes like that mm-hmm. this year. So yeah. that was good to not only have a guy make a mistake, but then you go, you go and you know, completely, you get a seven-point swing on that mistake, too. That's huge. And Chris Rodriguez had cases with the, the fumbles this year, but he uh, he held on to it last night in the cold. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the highlights right now. I mean, even on some of his big runs, Tennessee did – they hit him hard. He So, credit – kind of going back into what I said about Pickett. Credit to him. He, he kept running. Yeah, he that, kept playing. Their longest – play was 31 yards so i mean they they drove the field most of the time um i think they were six for six in the red zone i think we're two for three um so that's definitely got to get better i know we're about to talk about what needs to let's do it what needs to what needs to impress no i mean we we kind of hit on them all i i think i've mentioned all my guys that can i mean continue to impress me um i I think i think i've hit on them all and keep uh, getting those tight ends involved i like that yes love 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 a little tight end action Mm mm-hmm uh, I thought Byron Young, I, I know we mentioned him earlier, but his two sacks were huge for that defense. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of segueing into that, I, I think Tennessee does need to blitz more on third down. I mean, sending three and four, just we're not we're not getting there. We're giving right. them all the time in the world. And I don't think our DBs are necessarily quick enough to just keep up with all these good athletes in the SEC. I, I Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just find – Three sacks is, is not anything to complain about, but um, and most of definitely want to get in. I think all three were in the second half. Yeah, late in the second half, and that's kind of been Tennessee's problem all year. Got to find a way to get to the quarterback and take away some of those big play opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, like that fourth and twenty four. Like, don't give him time to sit there and throw it. Yeah, especially hours. especially how well he's played this, that game. Right. I mean, Levis had pretty much all day to throw it every single time he was in the park because yeah. Tennessee wasn't sending anybody. And I, yeah. I get it. Like, like you don't trust your, um, 
your safeties and your linebackers in coverage. I get it, but like, but they're not. So, doing something's got to give it because it, yeah, it's going to keep happening. Like people are going to hone in on that. Yeah, they're 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 not doing it right now without the blitz. Try to try to get some pressure. I I agree. I'd like to see Tennessee blitz some more. And because that um, one that Byron Young had, it was a stun up the middle. Like he he went around yeah. and uh and got to Levis and yeah, that's what Tennessee needs is a, a better pass rush. So again, <laughs> freaking offer all those pass rushers too in the country and see yeah, yeah. who you come up with. Agreed. Agreed. Go, go offer them all. Don't do the Derek Dooley and don't recruit any. Right. Go, go offer them all. Do the opposite. Do the opposite. Golly. I'm, yeah, okay. Honestly, some of these plays are making me mad that I'm, I'm really Fourth than 24, that, that was horrible. No, it, it, it's, it's not great. And, and Tennessee's got a – Tennessee's got a – fan base had seen too much of that. I mean, yeah. there was some – Flashbacks, you're like, holy <laughs> crap! Well, and it's like this is uh, and Tennessee did you mentioned earlier? I mean, probably shouldn't have been a fourth and 24, anyways. But hey, you got to capitalize on opportunities when you get lucky and, and not only um, not get the 15 yard face mask call against you, but also uh, Bob Stoops pitched a fit and got his own 15. So you got to take advantage of those Mark. opportunities. Mark, sorry, yeah, he's no Bob. No, he's definitely he's, not a Bob. He's no Bob. Um, is he two and seven against the he, balls? He he's the Bob of Kentucky, yes, oh, yeah. and then he's he's not won a game in Starkville, so yikes! Yeah, um, that statue, baby, right, right. But yeah, the uh, oh, and that's the thing too is that fourth and twenty four hasn't necessarily been isolated. Tennessee's been giving up long third down plays all season, so like it's not like I'm harping on that one fourth and twenty four. Yeah. Um, so they've got it. They got to find a way to. To, to be more uh, advantageous in those in those chances and, and try to get off the field. You're, you're getting you may I mean that's another thing about Tennessee's defense. It's like they're not giving up huge plays. They're keeping a lot in front of them, but you don't want to get like giving up a and yeah Kentucky did come in and execute a good game plan, but you don't want to give up 42 to an offense like Kentucky. Right, and you don't want to give up 12 third downs. No, they were 12 for 17. Last night on third down. Yeah. So it wasn't just an Alabama offense that ticked really good that <laughs> right. they got you into it. Yeah. I mean, definitely not ideal. Yeah. And it's it's not an Alabama offense. It's not an Ole Miss offense. It's Kentucky and you just couldn't find a way. Right. But you did find a way. You to, did find a way when finally, it mattered. Yeah. When it mattered, you finally got to stop. Right. Good for good for Tennessee getting this win. Um, I don't know anybody else you you, you want to talk about um, as far as guys who impress her needs moving forward. Um, are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna talk recruiting? Or I just kind of want to mention yeah. the, yeah, the, the commitment. Everyone thought him coming in Knoxville meant something. I did too. Um, it doesn't. <laughs> He's going to College Station. Walter Nolan committed from Pal. Um, going to A and M. That's a that's a tough one to lose. It is tough. It is in your backyard, but he's not a he's not a local guy. Um, right. But it is in your backyard, so it stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the it kid's stinks. been to four different high schools. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like he was for sure coming to Tennessee. I, right. I think Tennessee was in it a lot because of Rodney Garner and his track record to get guys in the NFL. But when you go to College Station for a visit and they beat Alabama, I mean that's card that's that's hard to beat. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Um, um, it it sucks. Um, Tennessee's got to find a way to recruit somehow, some way. 
Yeah, the the it's not and, looking and good keep for him. Next I, I don't year. I don't think it's necessarily over. I mean, especially when he's you know kind of had Tennessee out and put him back in and had mm-hmm. him in the top three, and then you know Florida looked like the favorite. They weren't in the top three, and then you know it was kind of Tennessee and Texas A and M. Texas A and M keeps winning somehow, some way with Zach Calzada, and. um their defense is good, I guess. I don't I don't know. It sucks. No, it's, yeah, it does. It, suck especially when you go to a high school where their fight song is Rocky Top. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, it, the good news is it is it is not over yet, I don't think. Um, till he's on campus. And yeah. even maybe then it's not it's not over. We mentioned that I mean, def- comes, definitely a win Tennessee. In, definitely a win and like then I, I think that helps with recruiting, getting a win over a number a top twenty five opponent, number eighteen in the country. Mm-hmm got to hit home with some recruits. I think there were some recruits there. I don't know where, like, I don't know if they came as fans or came as, like, Kentucky recruits, but I think they were there for Tennessee. Um, I know Joshua Joseph was there, so. um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know. Maybe they just invite, like, got them a ticket to the game. I don't know how that works. Making up uh, for that uh, Bowling Green game. You didn't have anybody. Right, yeah. (laughs) Got to get them there. Um Walter Nolan is supposed to still make a visit to Tennessee. I don't know if that's going to happen now or not this weekend, so we'll see. But he doesn't need, need, need to come to town this weekend. He's good. He can stay in North, stay in North Knoxville. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is, like, he's still here. No, yeah. There's, I mean, I, Their season I, isn't over, so. I don't think Tennessee's out of it, but mm-hmm. it's obviously not good when he commits. So. Right. Not a good sign, but yeah, um, that one's. I, I think I think if Tennessee had landed, which I don't think he would have committed to Tennessee at the same time he committed a And M. If it had happened, um, but I think Tennessee, if they can get one guy in here to kind of start the ball rolling, get get one guy to pull the trigger, um, I think you can maybe have a couple of those those guys that are maybe kind of waiting to see how some things play out as far as just. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, Josh Heupel is not a. Not a big name. He's not been known for recruiting. He's he's only been a head coach for three years. He wasn't just going to come in here and bring – have guys that want to play for him right off the bat. So, right. he, he's kind of behind the eight ball in that sense. But, um, yeah, his, his staff's got to figure out a way to, to get some talent here on campus because right now it's not looking great for next year. At the, at the, as, of, as it currently stands, will it all work itself out? Yeah, but if you wait – if you're like Dan Mullen and just kind of waiting for it all to figure it out, you, uh, you'll be towards the bottom of the SEC in terms of recruiting rankings. Yeah, definitely want to get that picked up. I'm sure the transfer portal will be another big thing because Tennessee's yeah. been successful in the transfer portal. You look at Hendon Hooker, Bayless Jones, Chase McGrath, mm-hmm. um, Caleb Tremblay, Dejon Terry. I'm missing some. Javante Payton. I mean, I mean, that's pretty. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah, what's what's the success rate for coming out of the transfer portal? But Tennessee hasn't had a lot of success in the past. Right. Well, this um, is kind of the first year. Other schools. Yeah, this is kind of the first year that you bring, you can bring in guys that can play day one without having to be a grad transfer. Uh, so I think that is definitely okay, you're seeing. Another one, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're seeing more success because of that. But, I mean, and, and even if Tennessee's able to fill out a good solid 25 guys in this recruiting class, they're still going to need to take advantage of the transfer portal because they're down. Right. So um, that's obviously going to be a, a need regardless this year. Hopefully, you don't see an influx of guys leave after this season. Um, I think it's like I think there's potential you do just because um, 
there's probably some guys that are still hanging around that, you know, they weren't decided, they weren't out when Pruitt left, but they also were like, oh, I might look somewhere else. And if maybe if they didn't get the playing time or, um, or maybe they just, they're ready to, like, I think you'll still see some, you'll probably see a, a decent amount of guys that leave that hopefully that won't be the case with Hypo if he's here in four years. Yeah. And I think that's just, that, that's just going to be the new norm in college football. Yeah, like, you're yeah. going to get five or six guys probably leave every single year. Um, but can you replace those guys with some guys with, even if it's not starters, quality depth? Right. That, that's that, that's what Tennessee needs desperately. Is so like they're a little bit healthier now. I think that bye week came at a really good time, um, and I hope this week we are not just depleted after the Georgia right. game because I know it's going to be physical. It's going to be tough. Um, hopefully, we can finish these last two weeks in stride, get to seven and five, and then we got a whole month until bowl game. Bowl game, well, hopefully. You got to beat South Alabama or Vanderbilt. Um, it is homecoming on CBS this week. If you don't beat those two, are, are we firing up the hot board again? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure some people are. Oh, I am. If you lose to Vanderbilt or South Alabama, that's a that's yeah, that's automatic. Yeah, you, you. you yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, the, especially this season. Uh, how many points? Someone asked, "Who's that?" Um, the Stone Chisel. Ask how many points directly related to the transfer portal. Um, well, I mean, Hendon Hooker has 20 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, uh, Javante Payton has six touchdowns. And then the points that came from Joe Milton were also transfer portal points. <laughs> yep. So a lot, a lot of points have been every field goal extra point kicked by Chase McGrath. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a ton Gosh. of points. I'm seeing people talk about Yellowstone. Stop. <laughs> no, I I'm not looking at Twitter. Nope, can't do it. Don't pull up Twitter. Got to stay off of it. Um, Georgia this week though. Let's. I'm just. I, I'm. I want to be cautiously, cautiously optimistic, but I also kind of just want like being a fan is fun because it's fun to be. Just. Like it's fun to kind of have these hopes that are probably unattainable. That's a fun part about being a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a average viewer of every other college football team. I can watch them with optimism. As a Tennessee fan, I. I'll say it. I think Tennessee wins this week. <laughs> Not really. As a fan, like you're you're hoping for it. Is what I mean. Oh like, yeah, I'm, there's definitely hope. Like I I hate going into games thinking like knowing Tennessee's going to lose. And even though I think Tennessee may lose this game, I kind of want to put on the orange goggles and just do it and just ride with them. I mean that definitely we're excited for the tailgate. Very excited for the tailgate. Speaking of that, um, ETSU homecoming this weekend, a lot of fun. Great tailgate. Um, it was Better fun. than ours? Um, no. No, no, okay. no, no. But okay, that might be biased. I don't know. I'm not I, I'm not a third party. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Great, great homecoming weekend. Yeah, if y'all want to come tailgate with us, come on. All are welcome. Yeah, I can't Should wait. be a fun one. We get, glad it's not noon. Glad it's not noon. Yeah, it's a it's a in between. It's not a night game, so you don't have to do it all all day. I know, and, and I'll be home in time. My wife gets antsy, so I, I if you're that way too, I get it. I like to the tailgate all day long. Raven so. gets antsy at all day tailgate. She doesn't see me at the tailgate. She's she was all in at the old Miss she, one. All she, in. I, well, she's all in when she gets there, but like the she's like. Man, it's a I seven o'clock the game. House for 12 yeah, hours. <laughs> yeah, like I just—it's an all-day thing. I'm like, you're fine. When you get there, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's that's the fun of it. All yeah. day. 
that's the fun of it. We'll be there probably about nine o'clock, eight, nine o'clock, ready to go. So come on, hang out, stop by. We'll probably have plenty of food. Um, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do the thing. So come hang out. Um, let's let's talk some basketball this week. Barnes and the boys starting off the 2021-2022 uh, campaign against UT Martin. I think you're going to get a taste of uh, Tennessee's kind of true basketball right from the start because they've got Villanova in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, that's kind of – it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be like a ton of weird like substitutions. And like I think you're going to see a – at least for the first half, you're, I think you're going to see a lot of what – a a rotation will look like this season. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like first of all, is John Fulkerson healthy? Um, you know, he's coming back from a broken thumb. He didn't play in the exhibition game. Does do we see a full dose of him? Is he full go? You know, what's he gonna look like if he's not? Who's the guy behind him? Is it Urosh? Um, do you see maybe play smaller and play uh, maybe Branley, Hunley, Hatfield, and Olivier. Um, do you see anybody else? I'm interested to see kind of what that looks like, and I'm interested to see who comes off the bench first. Yeah, the, it, that and that's kind of like I think that's why it's good that Tennessee's kind of getting these early matchups in the the Villanova, UNC, Purdue, whoever it is. Uh, that you're gonna you're not gonna be sitting on like a weird rotation for two weeks where they try mm-hmm. to figure that out. I think you'll get some of that from the get-go. I'll be shocked if Fulgerson starts this game. Um, I mean, he's a five-year guy right now. Um, so, I mean, Tennessee knows what they have in him, so I, I don't think they're uh, they're necessarily worried. So I'll be, I'll be shocked if you if you see Fulgerson start, and, and I may even say I'm shocked if he plays against UT Martin. Okay. I, yeah, def- you definitely want to get him going at some point because in two weeks you play Villanova. Yeah. Um, so that, that's your third game of the year, so definitely want to get him ready for that. Um, I hope this team is eager to get back out there. Um, oh. I, I know probably last year they had a bad taste in their mouth having some, you know, really talented guys and it just not coming together, you know, for COVID or whatever reason. It just – the team just never clicked, it seemed like. Um, it looks like we're going to be a, a lot better three-point shooting team. <laughs> yes, it does. But how, how good is this team defensively is what I want to know. Um, last year's team was pretty good defensively. We weren't great offensively, but, you know, we, we could lock down some some shooters and stuff. So, you know, having a true freshman point guard, how does that work out? Not – you don't have a just an incredible rim protector. And, um, you know, Viscovi and Josiah Jordan James, you know, I think they're good for what they are, but they aren't just like locked down defenders. Yeah, no. Yeah, and that's going to – that defense is going to be interesting. To like, do you even really have a, a true guy? I mean, uh, Josiah Jordan James is, is that your best defensive player right now? Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but going to need more. I mean, he's going to pad the stat category. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely curious to kind of see how this defense works out. And I don't know. I don't know how good UT Martin usually is, um, but you do get ETSU on Sunday, um, who will be a good kind of tuning up opponent before you do go and play Villanova. Uh, in the Hall of Fame tip-off that ETSU, I mean, they're, yeah, they're a, a smaller school that isn't going to necessarily play with Tennessee, but I mean, there could be a tournament team that um, that'll be a, a good test early. And, and I think that that's a perfect game to, like you said, you want to get John Fulkerson in it before those games. And I think ETSU would be a, a is going to be a perfect opportunity for him. Yeah. And Des Oliver would be the Des, Desmond Oliver. Yeah. Former Tennessee Buck coach. Buck up. Let's do it. Is Olivier 
a dude. I'm, I, I've been sold on Olivier since he stepped on campus. I'm just waiting for him to come into his own. I've been a believer <laughs> for a long time. So I'm, I'm going to go with you, you. Haven't stopped believing. You're, you're telling everybody yeah, don't stop believing. So I, I believe he's a dude, um, but he's got to take the necessary steps to be a certified dude. There's a difference okay. in a dude and a certified dude. So what about Justin Powell? Justin Powell is a dude. Wouldn't be the right word for him. I don't think. I have to figure out the right word. Stud. He might be a. He might be a stud. He might be. He might be. Okay. We'll see. Uh, ask me. Dude, ask me again I'm, on I'm Thursday. Loving, I'm ask loving the like his baby face. I just think like <laughs> people are gonna hate him. Oh, when someone like that beats you, it's like when someone like John Fulgerson beat you. Yeah. It's like how. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I think there you go. I love it. I like it. Babyface assassin. <laughs> like it a lot. Um, anything else for basketball? Obviously, we mentioned Tuesday is an 8 p.m. tip off. Seven. Seven. Seven p.m. A little early. Getting eased into it. Seven p.m. tip off against UT Martin in Thompson Bowling. Then you get ETSU on Sunday, and then that Saturday, the following next Saturday, Villanova, 1 p.m. They haven't announced the South Alabama game, have they? It's probably gonna be noon. That's all. I think they try and. Don't they? I mean, don't they usually try and schedule it where, like men's sure, basketball? Surely and they will. With that, with that big of a matchup, you got to right. I think it'll be a four p.m. SEC Network game. I think that's what it'll be. Okay, that works. Don't hold me to that. I could I'll be completely that. wrong, but um, I still don't understand why Georgia is the homecoming game. <laughs> I don't. I feel like it could have been South Alabama. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what? Whatever. Maybe maybe something about homecoming gets the boys riled up. Yeah, maybe, maybe something. If about anybody it. that's big into Greek life knows exactly why homecoming is uh, this week and not next week. Please let us know. <laughs> oh, you think? Oh, are we going after? Are we going after the the fraternities and sororities for this one? Was yeah. that blaming? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm with it. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> Let's. All right. So I want to talk some college football, but we need Dan Mullen to stick around for a couple years, right? Dude, I that's a really good job. I just don't know like how much who else would they get? So my brother threw a no, good name in the hat, but I don't know if it's real and I would hate this guy. James Franklin. He's linked to every job ever though. So like is does he end up at USC? What's a better job, Florida or USC? Right now today, Florida. Yeah. I I, I yeah, I, I agree with that. But you probably – it's definitely easier to win at USC in the Pac-12. And it's I, – I, I do – I don't disagree with that take. Um, but it's like – I think it's also more than just about your opponents. Like, I mean, and USC sells itself to an extent. Mm-hmm. But Florida's also got the recruiting that Florida has. And I know California is a, a good spot to recruit too. Right. But Florida – like Florida is a different animal. And then I think having the competitive schedule that you're on, a, you know, you're, you're likely to play a primetime game 10 times a year. Um, I think that helps sell it. And then, I mean, I, I don't know why Dan Mullen, I mean, not that he's always been a phenomenal recruiter, but he recruited decent at Mississippi state. And, and you think that should carry over somewhat to, to Florida, but I think James Franklin, <laughs> he was successful uh, again for Vanderbilt, but he was successful at Vanderbilt. Yeah, I, I would hate to have him back in the East. I don't know what's happened at Penn State. I would think that's a good job. It does. It's kind of like a, a Tennessee position, though. It's like when you're down, trying to having to play Ohio State every year. Like that's mm-hmm. 
that's tough to, to kind of overcome where Florida and Georgia have been on a kind of path, similar path to each other for the last 10 years. So it's like, even when one team's really good, it's not, you're not just getting beat up on three, four years at a, you know, at a time bomb. So it doesn't put you behind the eight ball there. So I think. I just think he's kind of underachieved that. He has. I, I think so too. In stays. So like, does, would Florida fans even want that? Oh, probably not. Knowing that he's underachieved. Probably not. Because, I mean, we can all agree Dan Mullen overachieved at Mississippi State. Yeah. Does Jim McElwain get a call? They beat Western Michigan <laughs> last week in Maction. Uh, yeah, I think Jim McElwain should be on their shortlist. I agree. And then that guy at <laughs> Arkansas State's been pretty good. He is. They should yeah. think about giving him a call. Yeah, for sure. can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think um, a guy that's, you know, he's going to be linked to jobs until he takes one. I'm curious if, like, Jamie Chadwell gets a call this season. Would Luke Fickle be interested in a job? I don't know. It's so weird with them oh, going DJ, to – DJ Fleck, he's, he's another guy. He just signed guy. an extension. Well, Matt Campbell. Well, I'm just mentioning all the guys. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then signing an extension doesn't mean anything in my mind. But the Cincinnati one, Luke Fickle is just interesting because it's like his job is going to be a power five job in a couple of years. You mentioned it when we've talked about him in the past. He is an Ohio guy. I don't know if that holds anything for him, um, but it's like that's just a, it's an interesting one with Cincinnati making the move to Power Five. It's it, it, it makes that kind of like complex to that sense. Does Coach O get a call? He should. Didn't he say he's done coaching for a while? Did I mean they gave Alabama a run? Yeah, he's a heck of an interim coach. Yeah. Heck of an interim coach. <laughs> Man can interim his butt off. He ain't no now Brady Oak. No, he's not. No, he's not. I would I, – I, I, if I could hire uh, Ed Orgeron on an interim basis every single year, I'd do it. Yeah. Bring him in like game five. Just coach like game five to game eight. Get some get go. some excitement back with him. And then bring your, your full-time guy back after game eight. Yeah. Keep keep everybody in, the, keep everybody in the locker room on their toes. Yeah, anytime you like have them up. You, you lose a game, you bring him in. He's, <laughs> yeah. like, the, he's <laughs> like the reliever. You got to bring him in. You got to – I think Tennessee should think about calling him for this Georgia game. Okay. I like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, think, I think they should check into that. Nothing against Hypo. Yeah. yeah, nothing against Hypo. Just just see if we can work some magic out this week with an interview. Well, hey, I haven't called the – I lo- love Tim Banks. Love what he's given this um, defense this year. But, you know, maybe get some extra help on well, – let's, let's be the new um, rehab facility. For I like it. <laughs> Rehabbing them all. Uh, Georgia just had their way with Missouri. I mean, we knew they were Dude. going to. Um, you mentioned Alabama LSU game uh, being a close one, and LSU is not. I mean, not only had a bad season, they're also just depleted right now. So that's yeah. that's it was, shocking. It was weird, and like it, it wasn't like Alabama just. It's not like they had a bad game. Like looking at their stats, you're like, oh, okay, they killed. LSU. They did only rush for six yards, which is wild. <laughs> Man, maybe they did have a bad game. Now that I'm credit, credit to credit to O. Credit to Coach O. Entering him his butt off. Uh Michigan State, I hate them. They ruined a 17 parlay for me. They're the only ones to lose. I had a money line. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that one hurt. Um, Ohio State barely covered for me against Nebraska. Shout out, boys. No, they didn't cover. I thought they did. Did I take them money on? 
I took a money line. I guess I had to, unless I got them lower than I thought. But they were in that parlay with Michigan State. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Well, maybe I took a money line. I mean, Michigan State, I guess it was for this week for people to like solidify themselves in a college football playoff. Everybody just crapped the bed. I mean, Alabama didn't do themselves any favors. Um, having one loss, you would think they'd come out and want to just stomp LSU to make a statement. Um, yeah. Michigan State, Ohio did, State didn't look great. Did it work? I mean, Michigan State losing potentially could could be huge for Cincinnati. Yeah, Wake Forest lost. Could be huge for them, which Wake Forest, I'm mad they talked, they worked themselves out of the conversation. I was, I was just hoping they would kind of just mess things up, just be in it and mess things up. Right. That was my hope. But, nope, couldn't do it. Had to lose to UNC. We talked about UNC's been playing good ball, though. That game, 58-55. to 55. Um, I think they were up Todd Chandler UNC. Were they? Well, Todd Chandler rushed for 215 yards. So. He had four touchdowns, too. <laughs> Love it. Good for Ty. Uh, I mean, Wake Forest, I mean, yeah, good for Ty. He looks like a different back than he was at Tennessee. But Wake Forest's defense gave up, like, 50 points to Army. So, yeah. Not, not fantastic. A and M, I. They're a weird one. Um, I mean, if they don't lose Mississippi State, they could be playing in the, or Arkansas. Pick one. They they could be playing in the SEC championship game. Who? A and M. Oh, but Alabama has to lose, right? Well, I'm saying it. Well, yeah, if Alabama does lose, they will be. I'm saying if they hadn't lost to either Arkansas or Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, they would be. They're in yeah. it. Yeah. That's nuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that Ole Miss, did you watch any of the Ole Miss-Liberty game? Didn't Ole Miss, wasn't it 27 to nothing? Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it was. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't watch that game. I didn't know how it ended up being fairly close. Well, they uh, almost didn't points. cover because I think Liberty threw a pick in the end zone. Um, okay. As time expired, huh. or like no, like with a minute left, and that ended the game. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, apparently, Bill Pete just said Florida fired their DC and offensive line coach. When did that happen? That happened. Like Grantham is fired. I guess. I'll look it up. I haven't seen that today, um, but if it's happened since we started the show, there's a hit on Google for it. Yep, yeah. Rob Grantham's gone. <laughs> they fired Seven the one ago. good thing about them. But you know, someone had to be the scapegoat, right? I mean, yeah. And I think everybody kind of had it, knew it'd be Todd Grantham at some point. Yep, just came out a few minutes ago. Um, NC State over Florida State. Florida State continues to be terrible. Love it. Uh, Wisconsin big over uh, Greg Schiano. Does he get linked to the Florida job? When's he going to get his big big break? Yeah, that's a good point. And then San Diego How State. In the world. So yeah, John Hevesy, their offensive line coach, is also fired. What a weird. I wonder how they got to those two guys. I mean, Todd. I mean, you can't give up forty points to no. that South Carolina team. I get that. It. Had to, I didn't watch that game. That game had to just be ugly, right? You would think. And like, I tried to look up South Carolina's quarterback, and I'd never heard of him before. Is it not the? Is it not the grad assistant? No, it's somebody else. Oh, it's not. Okay. 
It's probably a walk-on from... <laughs> it must be. Iowa or something stupid. Huh. Interesting. Um, we'll see who... And, and apparently he didn't let anybody speak to the media after the game. Love that. That's a on his way. Yeah, that's a that's a Butch Jones move. <laughs> um, the Stone Chisel, he had asked this question. We need to look it up. How many points do we average per minute of possession against Kentucky? And yards per minute. He looked it up, averaged 3.3 points per minute of possession. That's crazy. Yeah, because we had, what, 13? Yeah. Get the ball for 13 minutes total? Not a long long amount of time. That's insane. I mean, we didn't do our defense any favors. No, no. Jamie Chadwell scored over again. Yeah, no, I mean, at least you scored. (laughs) I mean, at least it wasn't just three and outs. Um, That's the good news. But, yeah, that's – not ideal. Hey, y'all want, the, a, y'all want a system bet? Let's hear it. The service academy's under. It wouldn't it's hit. hit it's hit Wake like, Forest, though, would it? No, like when they play each other. Like oh, when they play, play each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I mean, what is it even at when they play each other? Twenty-eight. So it was thirty-seven. Wow. Um. Yeah, so they hit – it was 35. They went to overtime. This one, it still didn't hit. Wow. Did you see their setup for the game this weekend? Uh, is it the new uh, stadium in Arlington? Is it, is it, yeah, it's the Rangers, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, it looked – I usually hate the way some of the, the football stadiums look – or football fields look in baseball stadiums, but it looked good. Yeah. It had to – it fit correct. You know, they went to uh, – they played one in Yankee, and it's just real tight. They played one in uh, uh, Wrigley, and it's real tight. And then they played – I can't remember where they played a couple of years ago. It may have been one of the two I just named, but they had they had to Notre Dame, so it could have been Notre Dame and whoever they played had to share a sideline because like the other side, however yeah, it worked out, like didn't fit. Disaster. Well, it, it was just it it was dumb, and it, that, those are the ones I'm like, yeah, just play in a football field, like play it in a football right. stadium. Uh, but this one looked good, and the stadium, yeah, the stadium looks good. I don't, how new is that? It's got to be pretty new. Yeah, I think it like it's like this year. Yeah. It looked it looked good. Jason and, uh, Brown was their quarterback. So, uh, um, Washington, yeah, yeah, the coach. He said he could play. Man wasn't lying. The man wasn't lying. Credit to him. That's some, that's take that, Florida. That's some slap dickery right there. Where did he play last year? St. Francis. Was that a prep school? St. Francis, like college in Pennsylvania, is where he played, and then he transferred to South Carolina. So it, it was Wrigley that they had to share the sideline. It was Northwestern, though, and mm-hmm. I don't think I want to. I want to say uh, that can't be right. Let me I'll have to look this up. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I won't say what I was about to say because I was gonna be really dumb. But yeah, South Carolina rushed for two hundred eighty-four yards. Hmm. I mean, Florida just that's looks, insane. Terrible. Yeah, they they do look. But they ran for like three hundred yards against us, and they ran for an eighty-two against that South Carolina defense. There's why can't we play Florida in November? That's what we've been. We've been saying we want Georgia in November. They finally do it, and Georgia's having the freaking historic season they're having. That's our luck. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna miss any any beats there. I don't have to worry about that. So that's the good news. Joe, do you like any games this weekend? 
See anything you like? I, I did enjoy the Wake Forest UNC game. I thought that was huh. it was fun to watch. We all like points, <laughs> right? Uh, I just loved Florida losing to South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, it wasn't close either. Forty points is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Man. No, that's I mean that's a wild part is you know I, I saw people start tweeting about it so I clicked over to it and I was like oh wow this is a slaughter it's not a close ball game that South Carolina got lucky on a play yeah and they just had their way with them was it a night game was it seven o'clock yeah I think it was okay. I think so I don't know when it tipped off or tipped off now I'm in basketball mode kicked off yeah seven thirty so right that's it was at the Tennessee. Tom, I'm shocked. I was at Wild Wings. I'm shocked they didn't have that game on. Very shocked. Michigan State looked terrible. I think Purdue's quarterback, he's due for 536 yards. Why are they – is Anthony Richardson that bad? I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what if you're talking about. He didn't that. play. Yeah, yeah. Is he that bad? Like, why is Emory Jones still – I think still he was – he, he's hurt. He he's still hurt. Like, okay. Could not play, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so weird. Todd Grantham fired. That's hilarious. But Dan, did Dan Mullen meet with the media or no? Uh, yeah, he probably did. Okay. You never the, – the moment the coach stops meeting with – tells anybody to stop meeting with the media, he's done. Like, they, right. Florida's just go ahead and accept their fate and fire him and move, move on, get the next coach, um, whoever that may be. Which they, they historically have gotten rid of coaches much, much quicker than most teams. Yeah, and – like, as a Tennessee fan, you're like, oh, they're, like, in shambles. But, like, we still can't figure it out to no. beat them. Nope. But I kind of want to see if Tennessee can do it next year against Dan Mullen. So, yeah. I want to find out. Don't get a new guy in here, re-energize, re-energize recruiting. and Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't break my heart. Please don't. Um in, any other games? Oregon, I don't know if we mentioned Oregon beating Washington, staying in the uh, college football playoff talk. That ranking's going to be interesting. I mean, did, they uh, put, did Clemson lose? Clemson beat Louisville, I think. It was an ugly game. I think they ended up beating Louisville by six, I want to say. I can't find it now, though. I think the I think I lost a big teaser, and the only one I lost was Florida. They had to win by five. God bless. They're 18-point favorites. Yeah, should have been the case. I did, I've been doing those monster teasers. Have you seen those? No, I know you talked about it on Thursday, but I hadn't done one yet. Yeah, it was like 13 points. I mean, the Titans just went up 7-3. to three. Oh, nice. I saw they were down. Hey, AJ Brown? Uh, you got a same game parlay going on? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, just a wild – over 100 yards, one receiving touchdown. But it was, it was uh, sprinkle with something there. Swaim. Yeah. It's a boring game. Did y'all watch the That's Packers fine. Chiefs game by chance? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, the Packers looked terrible. Uh, did you see the. They covered. They did. Jaguars and Bills? No. Oh, God, no. It was six to nine. Oh. Was, and they lost, right? Yeah, the Bills lost. Oof. Yikes. They, uh, is Urban Meyer getting uh, – is he preparing to come back to Florida? Ooh, maybe. Moving that home down a little bit farther south, 
Yeah, I was about, he don't have to go very far. No, that, that that moving fee will be much cheaper than the, the past. Yeah, and I'm sure most of the grills in that area already know who he is. So exactly. Yeah, doesn't have to reintroduce himself. To, yeah, Just poking butts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what a horny bastard! <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. That that yeah. <laughs> it's all wrong. We have any more? We have any questions? Are we ready to get to our, our segments? Yeah, let's get to segments. So I know everybody. Everybody on here is wanting to want us to wrap this up so we can go off Yellowstone. Everybody that's in the yeah, they, in the they chat. don't want to talk about how horny <laughs> we, we should have just watched, we should just watch Yellowstone live today. Like, <laughs> we should have done it. God bless. That uh, I watched the last episode of season three again, and it was like. Almost as shocking as the first time I watched it. I was like, good God, this is nuts. Is it that good? Where would you guys place it on, like, compared to, like, Breaking Bad? Like, that, those kind of, like, tier shows. It's probably it's probably up there. I'd, yeah, I'd put it. I'd, I'd put it in the same. I mean, the thing about Breaking Bad, it's hard to say it's, like, as good because Breaking Bad had such a long run. But as far as just, like, premise and, like, storyline, I would say, yeah, it's, it's, like, in that same category. It's, it's not – Unless they, because they're doing like two spinoffs of it, so unless they like really just keep bringing it, then it's not going to be in that conversation for a while. But. I think it could end up like a like a national or like an international, like Game of Thrones is like insane, like popularity wise. Like I think it could be that if you're able to get some, like I think Tim McGraw and somebody else is doing the spinoff, mm-hmm. um, where he's like John Dutton's like grand parents that finally buys right. his ranch um or gets that land so yeah i think it could be up there with game of thrones and stuff like that i think it's that good oh i'll try it it's out a, it's a great one um did old miss delete their tweet dang it i think they did that sucks they had a tweet but I only screenshotted like half of it because I was actually screenshotting the reply. But now I don't. Now I don't have it. Should have done it. Had got it. All right. Well. All right. Uh, most important. Most important. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Kentucky was 119 and 0 when they scored 41 points. Until yesterday. It's a little fun stat for you there. Good stat. That gummit. Official accounts should not be allowed to delete their shit. Screenshot, yeah. man. Screenshots like last that. forever. Well, I screenshotted it, but like I only like I said, I was getting a reply, so I don't have the full tweet, so I can't give entire context out. That sucks. I did delete a tweet though, that was kind of mean. Wasn't mean. It was just I don't know if everybody would have gotten the joke, so I deleted it. Do you want to say the good news about uh, our fellow ladies on campus? Oh yes, I meant to do that from the beginning. I got right into football though. Tennessee <laughs> soccer, SEC championship, first one since two thousand eight, fifth one overall, I believe. Big win against Arkansas. I mean. It, I think most people, if you'd said Tennessee shuts out Arkansas, they would have been shocked. That's like in the talk is how how much uh, firepower that, that Arkansas's had, and they blanked them. Was it 
three zero, and Tennessee's goalie got injured during warmups too. Dang. Yeah. Let him. So have I was it. like, I was like, oh, that great the team that's probably going to score five goals, and then goalie's out. This is fantastic. But no, Tennessee played played good soccer, and then capitalized on some mistakes and made some good offensive play. It ran away with it. They will. Uh, they'll for sure be hosting the. They're not. They're like regionals and like. Something else. It's not super regional like baseball, but it's like the same style as regional and then some other kind of regional. They'll probably, as long as they keep playing, they'll host both. Cool. Yeah, go support. It's kind of shocking that this team is, I mean, because I mean, one of their best players is a freshman. Um, the other one's a junior. She had a good year last year, but last year was so weird. They So soccer played, I think some other sports did this. They played like a conference schedule in the fall and then played – like a non-conference in the spring. So this is really weird. Dang. Yeah, it was very strange, like how they did. I think the tournaments were in the spring. I know the men's were. Or I think it was. But it, very weird. So it's hard. To, like Coming off last year, not a great season, but it's hard to gauge. Um, but for Tennessee, I mean, pretty good what uh, Brian Penske and his staff have done and continue to do. And that was a – I mean, I chose to watch it over NFL today. So Danny I mean, Watt effect. <laughs> Danny Watt effect. I'm not giving him credit for this one. It's all Brian Pinsky. Sorry. He doesn't get this one. I apologize. Um, yeah, that's uh, – love to see it. I wish, I wish Tennessee had a men's soccer team. Um, I don't really have any most importance, I don't think. Do you have you any most the, importance? Do you see the moose running around on is it South Dakota State's field? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> how, does mean, a, how does a moose get in there? <laughs> the gate was just open. I guess he was like, oh, this looks funny. It, it was funny. He was like, I, I mean, it looked like he was like looking for somebody. He was like, oh, not here. All right, I'm out. It was very strange. It was awesome. I love that. But moose are terrifying animals, by the way. You wouldn't fight a moose? No. I'd fight a bear before I fought a moose. Really? What? Yeah. Why are you so afraid of a moose? Dude, they're humongous. They're massive. They're massive they're creatures. I've, I've, ne- like, I've never I've, seen one. Have you I mean, seen I, one in person? No, I've never seen one in person. Like how, how big? Also, like, like a grizzly bear, which would be, like I guess, like the bear equivalent of a moose. Because moose are super aggressive, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Like they'll like, charge people. So they're, they're like bigger than horses, right? I would say they're like the same size as a horse, but like aggressive. But they're aggressive and they have antlers. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some that aren't quite as big as a horse, but yeah, I mean, I think similar. You've got the right idea. You're on the right track now. Uh, did you see? I don't think I shared this. So um, I don't even know his name. Um, the dude from the uh, the Hangover. He was John on college. Galvinakis? No, the Asian guy. He was on college game day last week. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Ken, Ken Jong. Kim, Kim, Ken, K E N. Oh yeah, not Kim Jong. <laughs> not Kim Jong. Uh, Fresno State. This was one of their players after the win. College game day, betting against us, Kirk, Desmond. I'm sick of it, man. Leslie Chow from Hangover. You picked us to win. Let's go. You're my 
Childhood hero, baby. I love it. But no, that was a lot of fun. Really getting sick. <laughs> no, I, love, I love that he called him by his character name, too. Leslie, I mean, that's how I know him. As <laughs> I, I would have never known his name, but he he <laughs> tweeted it out. That's how I saw his name. I would have never gotten there, ever. Oh, chow chow. <laughs> that's such a great movie. Or a great series, I guess. Um, that was, he, he did say something on there about like, He said like trans and he was like, that's her last name, ESPN. How dare you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's an electric factory. He is. Um I don't have any really most important my most important was the SEC. Uh, Vols win the SEC championship. Um Joe, you got any? It was it's more of a what a, a trending, but if you saw the um Jags Bills game today. That it was like double Josh Allen. I don't know if you saw that. Like one of the linebackers was Josh Allen. So it was like I was watching the red zone and Scott Anson was having a few because he had a what a, was a pick, fumble, and sack, I think, or something like that. All Josh Josh Allen against Josh Allen. It was like I don't know, it was ridiculous <laughs> listening to Scott Hansen. He was getting so fired up, like as the commentator about like just making as many jokes about that as possible. Josh Allen, Josh Allen. See him. That didn't uh. He went to Kentucky. He did go to Kentucky. That's right. That's right. Someone, I think it was PFT, tweeted Namagami because they're obsessed with Scorigami. Uh, yeah. uh, he tweeted Namagami. Yeah, loved it. Uh, finally found the old Miss tweet, so I can do my fail. Uh, so they tweeted out: If you have complaints about this result, send it to Liberty Football at Liberty.edu. Uh, if not, please do not slander these young men or insult their family. So they're trolling themselves, essentially, because that original tweet came from Hugh Freeze about the violations. He tweeted, if you have facts about the violations, send it to compliance at oldmiss.edu. If not, please do not slander these young men or insult their family. Good Lord. What a so you're trolling your own program at that point? They got I mean, I guess it is the old Miss. I, it, I'm like, yeah, maybe that's a weird tweet to send. Um, and then they deleted it, which adds on to my fail. If you're going to tweet it, just write it out. Just be right. confident in it. Yeah, it was a very weird one, though. Very weird one. I got a couple fails. My first one is the cops trying to arrest Braves pitcher Tyler Matzik at the World Series parade. Did y'all see this? I did, and I'm confused by it. Maybe you can shed some light. <laughs> so they thought he was just, like, shrieking through the, like, parade. Like he, They did they think thought, that? Yeah, they thought he was, like, okay. a, like, a fan. And I get, like, they can't just have people just running through there. I get that. But, like... Don't you like kind of know these players, dude? That goes back into isn't that like an MLB issue? Like nobody, like Bryce, like I couldn't pick Bryce Harper out of a lineup unless he had that hair that he had for a while. Like nobody knows baseball players' faces. Well, it was funny. Like they were like putting him in handcuffs, and he, right. he's like telling them, he's like, guys, I'm with the Braves. <laughs> I think they had to check his ID. And then somebody came up and he was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and they, like <laughs> they, like undid it. He's like, I'm wearing my jersey. This is yeah. But, like, yeah, he was, was like, was one of the best pitchers in the World Series. I'm telling you, dude, it's a – I think it's been an MLB, like, social media problem for, like, a decade. They're like, no, we nobody knows who these players are. They don't promote them at all. And it's not like football where they have helmets on. Right. So, it's it's funny. Oh. You said you have a couple more? Yeah, so my next one's Tim Tebow. Oh, back? And, uh, yeah, 
he, he said it's the media's fault for not explaining to fans how Florida could have been undefeated going into last week. Um, this is before the South Carolina game, so that makes yeah. it even better. But he said, could really look at it saying going into last week, Florida had a chance to be undefeated. Now they are four and four. It looks drastically different. I think it is trying to step back and understand the why. Sometimes in the media, they don't explain why. They just look at res- at the results. He says, I think understanding the why, you're really one play away from beating Alabama. Okay, that might be true. You're a field goal away from beating Kentucky. I think they lost by like seven. So that's <laughs> uh, four or five different plays from beating LSU. I'm like, four or five different plays? That that could be five touchdowns. You're four <laughs> or five plays from beating everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the – they're four and four. When it's like – yeah, how close? They're four or five plays from beating South Carolina, too, I guess. Yeah, they were. That's a good point. That's a weird – yeah, it's like – I mean, I think everyone understands the why. It's like – but you are four and four with a loss to LSU and now South Carolina and Kentucky. Right. So, I don't – I don't know if the – I don't think I don't think the why is important when you're four and four. I mean, we're four or five plays from beating Florida. So, that – I mean, with that logic. Yeah, no, agreed. Tennessee's like – 30 plays away from being undefeated this year. Like Florida. <laughs> yeah. We're basically undefeated. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. Tim Tebow, next coach at Florida? Yeah, he should be. He would just That'd yell awesome. the entire time. I'll, he would just give halftime speeches. That's literally what his job title is. <laughs> I feel like that Tennessee needs that guy for this week. So maybe Tebow, get him on the payroll. Maybe. Yeah, sure. I like it. <laughs> I have one more fail, and I'm done. Virginia Tech punted on fourth and six with 447 to go, down 17 to three. Smart. Against Boston College. I mean, that's – Did it go into the end zone, come back out to the 20? Those are my favorite. When they're like, hey, we're going to win this field position battle. <laughs> I don't know. I mean – And then have like a 20-yard punt. You're down punt. two scores and you punt with four minutes to go? My God, we're done. We're good. Thanks, appreciate it. Thanks for coming it's, out. It's, it's Wednesday gone. How long has he even been there? I just I can't even remember. He hasn't been there long, right? I don't. I don't think so. That's why I'm like, ah, I don't know. And seeing the way Hooker's playing right now, I mean, that should be another fireable offense. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it can't make Virginia Tech fans super happy. That's for sure. Right. That is for sure. But hey, sometimes sometimes it is about the situation. Yeah. He found a good one. Good for him. Joe, you got any? Uh, other than the Chiefs, absolutely just down down spiral. They suck. But yeah, what the heck? Did they they feeling. beat the Packers? Yeah, but it's just. 13 to 7 and like the most awful boring game ever. It's just I don't know. Not the Chiefs. These be fun to watch. Yeah. But is Travis baby... still gets it done fancy, so that's I guess that's all that matters. Is it the baby's fault or is it Jackson Mahomes' fault? Jackson Mahomes. Okay. I didn't win a 100%. single bet in NFL today, so that's a fail. I was digging I was... myself out the whole time, just live taking live bets, just trying to work. <laughs> yeah. Normally doesn't. That's impressive. Normally I'm like going back in the hole. I'm going farther into the hole. Right. When I when I try to make up and love that. So that's impressive. I mean, I, I took uh, the Ravens. I took 
I took the Packers plus two and a half before Aaron Rodgers out, so I cashed that out. I'm like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, the Raiders I had minus three. They lost. I had the Ravens minus five. They won by three. And then I had the Bills. So, yeah, I didn't win a single one today. Dude, that Ravens overtime, did y'all watch uh, any of that? Uh-uh. Did you see the interception by chance? That no, I did um, not. Dude, it I was, was on the game cast, but not the actual like, watching it. it. I don't. I can't remember who it was. Um, throwing. Uh, uh, what's his name? Good God, Derek Carr. No, Brandon Ravens. Jones, Ravens quarterback. Oh, Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson threw like a little dump off pass. <laughs> I just could not think. Um, whoever good. Vikings defensive end jumped up, batted it down, and then caught it as he was being tackled, and then the Vikings. Punted it and Justin Tucker <laughs> hit a game when he like it was like so anticlimactic. I was that's the play of the year, and then the Vikings can't score. So all they needed was a field goal. And it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like when they're in field goal range. All right, well they won. They had Justin Tucker. Right. Ball game. All right, um, that's it. I, I that's lost it? my train of thought there. I had something there for you, and then we got got caught up in NFL. I lost it. We're good. We're good. I'm Let's done. go watch Yellowstone. I'm ready. Joe, get on it. All right, I'll go start the first episode, I guess. There you go. <laughs> uh, the first, like, three episodes, they're – the first one's kind of slow. The second one, though, is off yeah. to the races. Falls to the wall. Off yep. to the races. So Sweet. But it's, a, it's really good storytelling, though, watch so it's it. like the slow episodes don't bother you because yeah. the story's good. All right, boys. Well, it's been fun. We'll be back Thursday talking Georgia, tailgate Saturday. Back to talk about a win on Sunday. That's our schedule this week. Uh, talk a little basketball on Thursday, too. Recap a game. So, can't wait. We'll do Tuesday it. at 7. Be there. All right. You'll be there? In the student there. section? Painting up? Shirtless? Yep. Yep. <laughs> nice. I'll be wearing the suit. Okay. I like the suit. suit um, suit's a good look. Do you go Do you go jacket, no shirt underneath it? Or you just go, you go like, full suit? Yeah. Sorry, I cut out for a second, but yeah, we deck out. I got the bucket hat, the uh, suit, the Tennessee khakis. Oh, dang, you're doing it big. I love that. Why not? I saw yeah, that. I'm so glad y'all, like, if y'all like the guy, that's great. But I'm so glad we just don't have the taco guy anymore. Oh, I'm, oh no. It was, like that it was good. Baseline. Yeah. 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 It was, was, it's good to. really old really quick. Glad that he's gotten to move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.